Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Ben, and in this episode of the Smoking Hot Confessions Barbecue Podcast, we're continuing our series of conversations with the most influential women in barbecue with Bronnie Durston, team captain of Bulldogs Barbecue, owner, a co-owner of the award-nominated catering operation 4670 Barbecue, and the award-nominated barbecue joint Bundaberg Lunchbox. This is the internationally awarded Smoking Hot Confessions Barbecue Podcast with your host, Ben Arnott. How long has it been since your last confession? Hey, Bronnie, welcome back to The Confessional. It's been a long time since we've done a podcast episode. How are you? And I get to see you this time. I just don't talk on a phone, so that's lovely. That's right, yeah. We have done a few uh, technical upgrades. Yes, yes. (laughs) Very good. So uh, I actually uh, just saw you 48 hours ago in um, in meat stock Toowoomba. How are you recovering? I'm still flying high, not because of the results, but because of the lovely gentlemen that come to visit Paul and myself. So, yeah, I'm still still buzzing from seeing Tuffy stay. I'm blown away. And as um, someone said, I don't know who was more excited, you or Tuffy, to see each other. So, yeah, it was lovely. Thank, thank you, Rod Duggan, for arranging that for me. It was wonderful. I was actually there when that happened. That was a very sweet moment. I did. I only thought I'd scream like that when I was sixteen, but yeah, who knew I could scream like that at fifty? <laughs> you would have thought there was the Beatles stepping off the plane in Sydney in the nineteen sixties. It was. <laughs> what that old Ben? Let's say Duran Duran. Hey, no, 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 no. I wasn't trying to say that. Like <laughs> it was as if you were sixteen then. I'm yeah, saying like. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, that's, yeah, that's the, the vision that people have. Yeah, we'll just move on. Next, Next question. <laughs> yes. But, yeah, no, that was a great opportunity. And uh, oh. just just on that note, Tuffy's just that kind of guy. Um, he oh. loves to get out amongst the people. He's not one of these celebrities that comes to the festivals and jumps on stage when they have to jump on stage and then disappear after that and then, come back again for the next bit of stage work if he's not on the stage he's out there pressing palms in the in the crowd and taking photographs he's a big photographer mr stone is so yes um he was when we first started to enjoy the perks of cooking our own barbecue and google and i googled gentlemen of uh barbecue he was the first google hit for me so (laughs) tuffy you are my first google love What exactly were you looking for when you Googled gentlemen of barbecue, Bronnie? Well, I didn't I didn't put naked gentlemen, Ben. I just said gentlemen. <laughs> so but yeah, no, just yeah, that's what I, I just wanted to yeah, because I like gentle I like I like men with manners, so that's tough. It is. That's all I'm saying, Ben. <laughs> I think we're both blushing now. <laughs> oh, Oh, I haven't had a good laugh in a long time. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, and he um he he doesn't just come and say hi and take a snap and leave. Like he'll stand there and he'll he'll talk to you for 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 you know oh, five, ten, look, fifteen minutes. It was, it was. And we talked about um our lovely region of Bundaberg. He never actually heard of us, so of course I you know, I gush on about um Bundy. So I did that. Um I've also told him that he has to come to our barbecue con, so he was pretty keen to do that. Um Ooh. yeah, but yeah, we discussed um our lamb because that was the first thing Tuffy ever uh thanks to Jay Beaumont um FaceTime me about was about our lamb after we got a first at Rocky and then a second on count back in Burley. So yeah, ah. Tuffy needed Tuffy got lamb tips from me. <laughs> I was gonna say, so were you coaching Tuffy or was Tuffy coaching yeah. him? 
No, well, it was a little bit of both. He was wishing me luck and I gave him a few little secrets because, as we all know, it's not such a great all-used meat over in the States um, where us Aussies were all just... Well, we, we, we personally eat lamb probably twice a week in our house. It's the chicken to us, lamb. So, yeah, I'm happy that you know, I got to give Tuffy Stone lamb advice. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Well, with with lamb prices the way they are here on the Gold Coast at the moment, um, chicken is the chicken for us. Oh, yeah, so, well, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, yeah, they are a bit pricey, but yeah, I know. We just we lash out and once a week have little curly chops. They're our favourite, oh, and then yeah. we then on usually um, Sunday afternoon to watch football, Paul will grill up some good old fashioned barbecue lamb chops, and they're awesome too. Ah, uh, the the four quarter chops. Yeah, 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 and they're young on the on the GA. They're fantastic. So. How good is the humble GA? I know, I know. And but if I'm really lucky, Ben, he will do his 35 minute lamb leg for me, Mediterranean style, and I won't give his secrets away because that's his. But mwah, we're having that this weekend for Easter when the family come up. Not on Friday though. We're having. It. That's right. It is Easter this weekend, isn't it? Yeah, me being the good Catholic girl has to eat fish. Well, not really. I'm having a, <laughs> I'm having a chico roll. <laughs> Okay, well, I'm 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 sure there's some seafood in a chico roll somewhere. There's something in a chico roll. Yeah, it might be that uh, that that synthetic crab filler or something, but I'm sure there's something that. <laughs> well, funny enough, those those seafood sticks are one of our biggest sellers at our little takeaway shop, and I always laugh when they go, "Can I have a seafood stick?" And I'm like, "Yeah, okay." <laughs> is it is it spelled with the letter C? Yeah, I actually might change it C, on the menu. C, that. Yeah. C dash F double O D. I might do that because yeah, that's. I've seen the documentary. I know that ain't seafood. Then. I I haven't seen the documentary, and I've chosen not to watch the documentary because <laughs> I'd rather just not know. Yeah, living. Yeah, sometimes it's a little better to live in ignorance. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, ignorance and denial—just a nice mix. <laughs> so that um, was us on the weekend with our brisket. <laughs> Yeah, well, we're going to get to that brisket in well, in I just a minute, but uh, let's let's just uh, c- continue wrapping on on meat stock. There, how did you enjoy yeah. the 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 whole festival, the whole spectacle, the, the whole vibe, event? The vibe was great. People were everywhere. Um, the heat beads with the flaming mongrels, their stand was amazing. Even though I didn't get to sample any of their food, um, we tried the Brazilian barbecue. We'd never actually had traditional. Brazilian barbecue cooked by Brazilians, let's say. Um, and, yeah, it was pretty – oh, yeah, the chorizo. We fought over that. Um, and I also <laughs> tried their, their guava um, soft drink because I like guava. So, yeah, I was pretty impressed with that. So I look at it, I like to go to places like Such Meat Stocks to try something that we wouldn't cook and probably um, we, we haven't seen before because in – you know, in Bundy, we don't get a lot of Brazilian barbecue, but yeah. And just a big shout out to the mafia for those tacos. Oh, <laughs> um, yeah. I yeah, I had a double serve, so yeah, fantastic. Was that now, was that the birria taco or the yeah? Uh... And the broth, the broth alone, I could have just if Drew sold that as a bowl of soup, I'd be there every day. Amazing, <laughs> great work, guys. But now, of course, um, we'll steal it and twist it our little way for the Bundy market and see how we go. Yeah, yeah. I was actually watching him make them, and he 
he uh, posted, I think it was today, that they did something like 700 serves of, of birria tacos. And uh, I was so sad because I, I was watching him make them and they looked absolutely incredible. And I happened to be really violently allergic to cheese. And I wanted to, I wanted to eat it so bad. I'm sure if you asked Drew nicely, he could have just done a plain meat. But, yeah, no, sensational. And everyone I spoke to that had them has just raved about them. So, you know, top effort, Drew, top effort. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And did you get out to see uh, see any of the bands and the strong man and the strong um, woman and all that? Oh, my God, those strong women. They're not that big, really. I was amazed. I thought they'd, how do I put this nicely, but I thought they'd be a bit more bigger and heavy set. But those little girls, as well, little women, um, amazing. Some of those, that pushing that thing around on the ball, like I had probably – 47 heart attacks just watching them do it. So, yeah, I left that pretty quick. Um, I saw Macca's knife rolls. They were pretty cool. Um, oh, yeah. Some of the bands, we heard We heard Lee. Um, he sounded awesome. Um, the Wolf Brothers were pretty cool. They did a, like, a bit of a uh, cover sort of set in between singing songs. So everyone sort of, I could hear Meatstock singing Johnny Farnham's You're the Voice. So that was pretty cool. Oh, um, wow. Didn't, yeah, didn't make it to the rodeo, but, you know, I've seen men and horses all my life. So, yeah, next. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough, yeah. I I did make it around to the uh, to the rodeo and um, or, or, or rodeo. I'm not sure how to pronounce rodeo. it. Yeah, yeah, it depends rodeo. on yeah, okay. how, yeah, how your parents taught you to say it, doesn't it? <laughs> okay, all right. I, I don't know. I don't know. Um. But I I just know that the old four wheel drive was was holding Rodeo. So. Oh okay, all right. Oh, see, I'm not a car person, then. You put oh, petrol okay. in it, and that's it. Oh, okay. there's other things we know, but yeah, basically that's it. Yeah, they need oil too, Bronnie. <laughs> oh yes, okay. I'll remember that too. <laughs> <laughs> you write that tip down. Tip from there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I I made it around over there to uh, just to try and get just a little bit of video, just some B roll to try and splice in my videos, and um, the cowboy photographers were. Very forthcoming in telling me to move. Oh, okay. <laughs> to uh, to to somewhere else. Mm-hmm. People can be but, like that. <laughs> but uh, it it was amazing the the size of the bulls and uh, one of the riders he was a uh, on the on the days that he wasn't riding bulls he was a professional jockey. So he was what? quite quite a small man, and on this wow. huge bull. And he got launched. Oh, okay, all right. So I wish I wish I was seeing that. Yeah, well, that yeah. Well, we work we work at the race course, so we see jockeys all the time. I do know how little jockeys can be. Oh, so, yeah, okay. That would be pretty. Yeah, pretty amazing. <laughs> there you go. There you go. And of course, there was the ABA Awards night as well. You were all uh, you were looking lovely there, and Paul Paul Thank scrubbed you. up his best and. Yeah, um, I don't think people recognise me in a dress <laughs> and my hair down. But, yeah, I wore a dress. I was, I, it was a bit exciting. I don't get often that often to get dressed up that much anymore, so I did put a bit of flair into it. No call out for us, but it was just lovely to see everybody. We have, because of that spicy flu, we really haven't seen anybody. So it was just wonderful to just get actually hug people again. That was the best part. And we yeah. sat with the um, OG table. We had the uh, meat sweats and uh, double barrel. So that was yeah, that, that become very um, entertaining through the night. Wow. Yeah. I, I, I think uh, your, your team, uh, meat sweats and double barrel, would have all been uh, yeah, together the only, all, all, the, all the way back to 2015 Burley. Yeah. We, the only 
one we worked at that they had done before us was the first ever Port Mac. Yep. And that's thanks to them. That's how Paul saw the footage and that's how we got into it. So, yeah. Oh, right. <laughs> Good damn experts. Yeah. There you go. There you go. So the, the awards night I, I felt was really amazing. It was professional. It looked a million bucks. Oh, can um, I just say that the two gentlemen that did the announcing were top-notch, oh. top-notch. I'd recommend them to everybody. <laughs> I Thank you. I'd, I'd, I wasn't fishing, but I was um, – so You did a I great was, job, Ben. You did do a great job. It was, And it ran really smoothly. And one thing I have to say is that I think everyone enjoyed the little breaks between mm. things. So, yeah, no, well well thought out and well well planned and well run. Congratulations. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Uh the point I was going to make though was that it's it's amazing to see just how much the industry and the scene has grown that we're able to put on an awards night of that uh, gravitas of that much theatre of that much spectacle of that of that high caliber. Yeah, um, we're not just in a backyard cooking, but we're 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 an we're an identity that people should be aware of that the barbecue world's real. Mm. Um, we as we as we explained it to people when we got nominated to us it's an Oscar. Yeah, I can tell people for the rest of my life that we were nominated. They do it. They do as uh, movie stars. So we will. It was an honour and a privilege. So yeah, we we thought it was a great night. Um, we enjoyed ourselves. Uh, I found that obviously seven little gins was my limit. So that's why I stopped that. <laughs> <laughs> seven gins is impressive. That's a lot of gin. <laughs> I do for a non-drinker, like that's what I do. <laughs> for a non-drinker too. Okay. Um. So t- tell me about the SCA. Do you guys compete in the SCA? We don't. Um. But from seeing some of the hand-ins, I might put my name down to judge. Oh. Okay. Things were wow. The desserts they saw, even down to the little baby hot dogs. Like it's, it's all. I don't how to. I don't know how to say this politely. The steak side really doesn't interest me. Okay. But all the little ancillaries and that, like, yeah, do, because I love that sort of, especially a bit of kitsch. I love a bit of kitsch. So when I saw that you could do devil eggs, I was like, oh, yeah, like, yeah, I love the kitschy side of it. Let's say that more than the steak side. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, guys. fair enough. That's the truth. The, the creative um, elements yeah, the of truth. it and the – Yeah, and it's not just, you know, something – they've thought about it and worked on it and probably – made six or seven efforts of it so it's not a cheap thing to do no and the heart and soul and effort that goes into it everyone could be should be congratulated on a great effort mm, definitely yeah yeah now tell me as bulldogs barbecue your your competition team how did you go in the aba low and slow side of the competition uh we did terrible to be honest friend oh, okay just, yeah all yeah, right. We did, and what's my point of hiding it? It's all out there. Everyone can read it. Everyone can read it if they choose. So we came last in brisket. Uh, as soon as I cut it, we all sort of went to each other and went, what do you do? And I'm like, well, I'd rather hand in something than nothing. Mm. So worked with what I could and handed it in. And, yeah, no surprise for us and no shame. We've tried. Worst Everybody does happened. it. We didn't kill anybody. So that was good. No. Um, <laughs> Just it wasn't. It didn't cook up to a nice size. It just shrunk a little bit too much for what well, I like to put in a box. But I loaded that baby up and closed it up and took it down with pride because that's what my husband cooked. And I'm always, yeah, pr- I am proud of what he cooks, even though I know that it's not going to win. But let me tell you, every week that he cooks barbecue, sensational. 
and we all have bad cooks. We all, whether it's at home or at a comp, doo-doo happens. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it does, definitely, yeah. And how'd you go with the other categories? Pretty good, pretty good. Uh, we handed one of our nicest chickens we've ever, we thought we handed in. Good. Um, we've never been really good with ribs because we aren't, but this time we've um, picked up our game. We've used a new few sauces. Um, actually, having to but judge at my comp last year opened my eyes to a few more things because I hadn't judged in a few years. Oh. So, yeah, so, yeah. That's, that's another little tip. Maybe if you're thinking things aren't the same anymore, that's, yeah, go and have a judge. Yeah, well, I was quite surprised at what people thought was attractive and what I thought was a good-looking box, but we've changed and we picked up our act on our chicken, our pork ribs. Uh, our pulled pork was pretty average, but, you know, that happens too. The lamb, oh, the lamb, you yeah. I, as I've raved on before about our lamb and our secret little rubs and sauces. Um, sensational, love the lamb. But, yeah, it's all, what is the word? It's all subjective on the day to the judges. And from what I've seen, a lot of sixes and sevens were handed out. So I'd say you judges took the, yeah, the judging wow. criteria pretty literally this time. So different each time. You're, just, you're in the lap of the gods, really. That's what it is. Do you think that that might have been a bit of a um, a bit of a rural palette versus urban palette type uh, could type, be type too. thing? Could be, yeah, yeah. Look, and we all know, like when we go up to Rock, if when when we used to go up to Rocky, Rocky just wanted to taste salt, pepper, and beef because that's what they used to. They don't. They didn't want any fancy, fancy things that we've all tried. Um, Bundy does like it a little bit sweeter, but we could. I'd say that's because our palates have grown up with you've pounded with sugar, cocaine, and rum. Um, but yeah, I did find. Yeah, that when certain people put up boxes and they put their scores up, I was quite literally shocked. I was shocked, Ben, at some of the scores, at some of the bigger names. I mean, we're not we, – we, we, people might know our name, but we are not a big grand champion team by any means. We just go and have a bit of fun, I love, and we love that. Um, but, yeah, from what some of the big boys put out and got scores from, I was like, yeah, oh. Wow. Okay. I don't feel so nice when we got the same scores as them technically. So yeah. So did we pick up or did they drop down? <laughs> I don't know, but I'll take it. Just yeah, just, that's exactly just, right. Take just tell everybody that you scored the same as the big teams. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I have. I have. <laughs> nice, nice. Now you you mentioned uh, your own barbecue competition there. Of course, it's the the Bundaberg Barbecue Battle. Um, it's it's uh, unfortunately not happening this year. Not happening this year. A few little technical issues, but um, we have some amazing people now that have come on board to help and um, see more. The, um, how can I put this? Plot? They're more into. They more. They know more about barbecue than just thinking it's a sausage on a plate. So that's that's going to be a great help for us all. We're really looking forward to that. Um, I'm hoping maybe even push it back a little bit just so people if. And nothing, once again, please don't take this the wrong way, Jay, but if Jay's going to drop it in that early, I know we need a few weeks to recover and get our finances back. So we might see even, I might talk with Jay and say, look, if you want it this date, I might wait another, say, five or six weeks. And especially up in Bundy, we do like you to have the cooler weather because, yeah, we can be a bit stinky and smelly up here in the old Bundy Bundy. (laughs) (laughs) I I just had a thought and um, you – you were just talking about Jay there and w- working with Jay to, to work out dates. I don't even know if this would work. This is just totally off the top of my head right now. Well, this would, would be it, good. 
would it help all the promoters if the promoters each offered each other promoter, say, half a dozen free tickets to their event and said, give this to your local council? That'd and be so a th- great idea. So, so, like, for example, if, if that had happened here at Meatstock, you could have given six tickets to your your yeah. council people from, from Bundy and invited them down and they could have come and experienced Meatstock. Or like- Funny enough, Ben, um, our, love, our lovely friend Sarah, who's on the council, she paid for her own ticket to come down and she approached us a couple of weeks ago about upgrading the battle and um, she asked us if we were going to Meatstock not knowing that we were a barbecue team at the time. We said, oh, yes, of course we are. We're all those barbecue, da 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 She came and did a lot of filming. Um, I told her, I explained to her a lot of the stuff that goes on. She was she was blown away with it. She was quite impressed with um, what's gone on. And, yeah, so let's hope Sarah goes back to the council and says, look, this can be great for Bundy. Because I just know, Ben, even when we were just a little comp, from what I got feedback, um, we bought in a fair, you, you, well, not me personally, but all the lovely barbecuers that came. You bought a lot of money um, into local businesses, and we appreciate that. Um, we're not big towns. We're not, you know, we're not big city. We're all little, well, we do have the big coals and everything, but people went to even our local butcher. Uh, we had these source stuff, and um, a lot of people will get parsley from Bundy Food Process that's grown locally. So, yeah, any, and I know even Toowoomba would have felt the difference in the weekend of cash sales and that for people. So I think that's a great idea, Ben, because people need to know that we are not just cooking a sausage on a plate. Yeah, and they're the people that are going to be making the decisions that you have to woo to get your to get your oh. event across the line. So Wow, yeah, and paperwork, I, yeah, I was never really into it, but I bite the bullet and I do it and to make it go through. But yeah, And once, hopefully now that a lot of the restrictions have been moved from the spicy food, um, it'll be a little bit easier for me again next year without having to go through all that. Yeah, here's hoping, here's hoping. All right, look, we're going to take this a little break and we'll be back in a moment. In our modern lives, there are some things we need more of. More time, more money, more love from family and friends. Here at Smoking Hot Confessions, we believe all that can be done through barbecue. If this sounds like you too, then you're going to want to keep the last weekend of July free because we are bringing you Barbicon. Barbicon is a two-day virtual event with the sole purpose of helping you save time, save money, and become the envy of your family and friends. We're bringing the best barbecue pitmasters and business owners from around the country live into your living room. They're going to show you not only what they do, but how they do it. If you're a backyard barbecuer, we're going to shorten that learning curve, eliminate the ruined meals going into the bin, and cement you as a barbecue legend among your family and friends. And if you're a barbecue business owner, we're going to share all the shortcuts to success, the tips and tricks to trim your budget and maximize profits, and build a thriving business that will help you take care of all your loved ones. Pre-registrations are open now, so hit the link in the description, bang in your details, and you'll be the first to be notified as soon as the early bird tickets are available, any specials that we're running, when we announce presenters, freebies, and more. So I'll see you there. Got a project you'd like to work on with the SHC team? Shoot Ben an email on ben at smokinghotconfessions.com and let's have a conversation. Alrighty, and we're back now for the uh, second part of the show. Now, we've already talked about your competition team, Bulldogs Barbecue. I can see trophies on the uh, on the shelves there behind you. Um, you know, 
award-winning competition barbecue team. We've talked briefly about the Bundaberg barbecue battle and you were mentioning um, uh, earlier that, that, you know, you're a small festival in a small town, but I seem to remember you like hearing like last year you had 50 odd teams or something, didn't you? Yeah. Um, not, not last year. Sorry, Ben. I might've made that the year before. Or, oh, that was the year before, was it? 2019, okay. I should say, not the year. Um, yeah, we had fifth, we officially had 57 teams booked in, three pulled out, but we ended up with 54 teams. So yeah. That was a great day of exercise running around the pit yard for a mile self. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that just officially makes that bigger than Meatstock, doesn't it? Well, didn't Meatstock just have 51 teams just last week? Yeah, we yeah we were, but that yeah, it's not about who. It's about I. Well, I, I think it's about babying. I think it's about mothering the little team. They all yeah, know that yeah. I run around the pit yard for them, but um, yeah, it's 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 amazing that we even have that many teams now. To be honest, like phenomenal, how many, phenomenal. My first one been 14, 14 teams, Ben, and I gave them ten by ten sites. Oh, I'll never do that again. <laughs> <laughs> Too much cleaning up. Too much cleaning up, and if I do, I'm going to get myself like a little um, ATV Z- or zamboni or something. Or <laughs> yeah, yeah, up and down the pit yard. Nice, nice. I'm looking forward to seeing that. So, award-winning competition barbecue team. Um, your event was nominated for, um, uh, for event of the year. Um, yes, so, this is so the third time, I believe. So thank you everybody that nominates us. We're, Paul and I are very privileged to, that you think of us. Definitely. Yeah. So, uh, award nominated event. You've now got also, um, actually in the ABA awards and in this new award that we're about to start talking about, 4670 Barbecue picked up, um, has picked up some nominations and you're actually waiting on some news tomorrow. Tomorrow so, night, yeah. Tell us about Exciting. what's happening there. So uh, 4670 Barbecue, Paul and myself, um, we've been nominated for Wedding Caterers of the Year for the Wide Bay, Burnett, Fraser Coast region. So, yeah, we're pretty happy. We're pretty stoked. Um, we're amazed again. We're once again it's just an honour to be nominated. Um, we we know we know when we finish doing our weddings, for example, or anything. We always ask the people if they're happy. Everyone, I don't know if it's out of politeness, but everyone says how wonderful it is. Everyone's happy, um, especially the weddings. I probably we probably do go up and beyond for the weddings. We, no, it's not only about the food, Ben. We're a great believer in the customer service as well. Mm. Um, it's the experience. You want them to think back not just for their day of how lovely it was for that, but you want to think, oh, that food and how well did they look after us. And it's all about that. And being um, doing this my whole entire life, I know um, customer service is important. And being in the food industry, it makes it very hard to go out and eat when you get bad customer service. Um, yeah, yeah, and that's probably why we don't go out a lot. <laughs> um, Paul can, if Paul can cook it, I'll eat it. Um, yeah, so we believe we're, it's an equal, we, we're an equal balance. It's because we did the good food, which Paul produces, and then it's the excellent customer service that I provide on the day and make everyone happy. Yeah, yeah. Now, you mentioned that, um, that, uh, weddings are kind of your, your speciality. What, um, what, what sort of uh, extra stuff do you do for for weddings? You mentioned like extra customer service. What is what does that well, entail? 
we're amazed, Ben, that we do something so simple and people are blown away. I was always taught by my mother that if you do a wedding, the bridal table should never, ever have to actually get up for anything, whether it be a drink, a food, to wipe, to get a tissue to wipe their nose. That They are the most important people on the earth that day and everyone bows down to them. Makes them sound... Makes them sounds like a bridezilla. I don't care. It's their day. They have paid the good bucks for um, their customers. Um, we do. So even down to the drinks, I if I will – oh, I've got a bit blurry, but that's all right. Um, um, even down to the drinks, I'll, I'll do bar service if I if need to be. Um, I will do the parents' table. Um, we've had weddings where we've had parents separated, so we've actually had uh, four sets of parents' tables, if you can – work out how that works out with wow. all the steps and everything. Yep. So once again, I will run table service. Um, we do full silver service if that's what they require. And um, the first time I did that, I hadn't done it for a while, so it was a bit tricky with the old uh, not, uh, spoon and fork doing my old bread rolls, but I got there um, and everyone was happy. They do love a silver service. Uh, we more like pit stole coming through because <laughs> it's easier. But, yeah, um, we I do everything to even cutting the cake and presenting the cake and everything for them. Oh, wow. That's all good. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and I know it sounds silly, Ben, but cutting a wedding cake does have a certain style to it. There is a way that you have to cut a wedding cake so the bride gets her slices and her um, tears kept. Well, from what I've seen on YouTube, it's when the groom just kind of grabs the bride by the back of the head and just pushes the face into the cake. Isn't that the way it's done? Yeah, no, that's no. Oh, well, luckily Paul and I eloped, so I didn't have that. We had little cake pops, but yeah, I did warn him that there should be no cake pop anywhere in the air. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. He knows. He knows. He knows. Well, you should all know what I'm like with my earrings, hair, and shoes. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I'm I'm intrigued by something that you just said about the silver service. I mean, hmm. barbecue isn't something that is traditionally thought of as being a. a a silver service cuisine, but we are starting to see in the wider restaurant industry more barbecue restaurants going upscale. Um, do you find do you find that you get more weddings that want silver service barbecue as opposed to a home style backyard barbecue type wedding? Depends on where where they like us to cater. There's a wonderful venue up here called Eleven Acres. It is stunning. Um, one of the best kitchens in Bundaberg, so we're always happy to work there. They do their like a little bit more than just slinging barbecue on a plate, let's say. They do like it to be, and that's and I love that's where I love to work. But then we've been out and barbecued on the banks of the Burnett River on a farm, and that was just as beautiful. But they just came through, and they were happy to eat what they were given. Um, I always explain to people too as they go through because. Um, you don't know what people like and don't like. Um, I explain to them because, and, and again, allergies or something. Because we always, I always explain to the, each person what's been in it. I explain that there's no MSG stuff like that. Uh, a lot of people, some lately, a lot of people have been saying they've been allergic to garlic, which I find bizarre. Um, might be a life choice. Um, so yeah, I said to Paul, maybe we could start looking at doing less garlic rubs or something too. Mm. So, yeah, just little pickups. But, yeah, just the silver service is lovely, Ben. It's just so formal and and everyone's impressed when you bring out food to be served to them and you place it in front of them. It, it's, 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 a, it's more a wow factor, actually, because when they line up, they've seen what other people have walked by with because it's taking them back. But, um, 
yeah, silver service hit the madam and it's like, oh, wow, wow. And they always say, we're never going to eat all that. And I'm like, that's good because I don't want you to eat all that. I want you to be full yeah, and know that we're ready yeah, Exactly. I'm yeah, yeah. Comes back. I'm not offended if food comes back. Oh, okay. All right. What What well, does happen to it to to any leftover food? Do you donate it to charities, like, or is there um, uh, a lot of it goes to um, a cat rescue? I know um, they all know I love my cats. Just the meat and that, the veggies we can bring home and we put in our compost bin. Some of them, if it's bulk meat, we get the bridal groom, whoever's having a party, to sign a waiver that they're taking. Once we leave, it's their responsibility for the meat. If they don't want that, then I will quite happily ring friends and say, you want some meat? Come get <laughs> it. I don't know what to do it. Yeah, so um, the waste, we try not, when I say when I say it comes back, what I mean is, you know what, Paul and I, we are feeders and eaters. I will feed you as much as I will eat. So I know some little tiny girls must think, wow, but, yeah, I you get a good-sized meal. And we always offer, because I always hated doing, you know, the old alternate, alternate drop, chicken steak, chicken steak. Oh, chicken yeah, 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 yeah. Um, we guarantee all anyone that does a any uh, any catering with us that there will be enough meat that if they want every meat they'll have every meat even twice if they want to. Wow. Okay. They pay for it, Ben. They. I mean, I'm not. I'm not, I'm not I don't want to sound terrible, but they pay for the privilege to have us. So if they want to eat us, they will get more than enough to eat. Yeah. Fair enough. Now I I do know what that garlic thing is about. Um, oh, okay. So the garlic is to do with um, uh, irritable bowel and FODMAP stuff. And oh, so, okay. So for, for people that, that have uh, some digestion problems, um, garlic and onion can actually uh, flare up um, some irritable bowel stuff. Okay, cool. Mm. So there you go. There you go. I've learned something new today and I like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So look, best of luck with that um, with that uh, award tomorrow night for best wedding best wedding catering operation. Um, I imagine that there's going to be probably another lineup of gin shots down the bar. Uh, not at home, no. Well, I'll make Paul go and buy some. I'll go buy. Uh, he can go buy some Kelty gin gin mules. That'd be awesome, and we'll celebrate with that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fair enough. Now the next one, of course because we're not finished talking about all your awards nominations yet. Yes, yes. The next one is Bundaberg Lunchbox. So for those keeping count at home, this is your your fourth barbecue venture. You've got your competition team, yep. you've got your event, you've got your catering operation, and you've also got a uh, takeaway shop slash barbecue it. joint. It's been, it's been called the Lunchbox for 30 years. Uh, so when we took over, I wasn't going to be stupid enough to change the name. So it's... Uh, Bundaberg Lunchbox, home of 4670 Barbecue. Um, Bundy knew it as the Lunchbox, um, so we kept it as a Lunchbox. And we we do double fried wings of some weeks. We Loaded potatoes, smoked loaded potatoes are phenomenal. People love them. Uh, we'll do brisket burgers. We do all sorts of little quirky things. Um, we like to do a big burger. We do a um, kitchen sink burger, so you can imagine what's on that. <laughs> Um, everything. Old, old scourers, bits of rice yeah, from the bottom of the strainer yeah, in the bottom no, of the no. sink. Um, <laughs> rib, rib fillet. Um, we make our own patties. That's a that's that's a big draw card for 
uh, our customers. We, well, Paul makes a patty. He does not use egg or breadcrumbs. So when the gym opened up on the corner, I was touting to the ladies that they could have a keto nude burger, so a burger with no bun. And that, yeah, they, those ladies love it. They, yeah. So, yeah, as we always try to say, Ben, you sell the sizzle, not the sausage. So, yeah, I, we do bigger and not big, well, we do like big food. So we do huge loaded fries. We're on deliveries and I we have a gentleman every morning, 10 past 8, will order a rib fillet loaded fry. And okay. That, yeah, and that comes, uh, if you remember what the boxes look like for meat stock, that was an 8-inch box. We do them in a 9-inch box. So, yeah, he and, and on his 10 and his 10-ounce coffee gets a big coffee too. Right. So, wow. Yeah. Best customer people, yeah. ever. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we get a few people. People do love the loaded fries. We, When we decided to do deliveries, we went around and had a look at a few other places and we wanted to do something that wasn't McDonald's, of course, because, you know, a lot of places do burgers and a lot of places do burgers well. Um, so we sort of wanted a bit of a difference. Uh, people still do order our burgers. I'll... Uh, we're happy about that. But, yeah, no one did loaded fries, and we literally do from rib fillet loaded fries through to chicken schnitzels through to tropical chickens through to mac and cheese. Yeah. Wow. Load them fries. If I can – oh, well, our biggest one lately has been the fully uh, full English breakfast, so bacon, sausage, mayo, patty, runny eggs, uh, tomato and onion, all on fries. God, that sounds fantastic. I know. And I'm, I'd like everyone to know that I do not judge. I could have used one of them on Friday morning after the ABA Awards on the Thursday night. I might be, might be a surprise. We might come and cater next year then. Yeah, there we go. There we go. I look forward to that. Now, you've um, we, we've just talked all about the, the Bundaberg Lunchbox, but you're actually nominated for Takeaway of the Year. Did, did, did you mention that part already? Oh, no, I don't think I did. I'm oh, sorry. Okay. Yes, we are. Okay. We are, yeah, once again for the Bundaberg Burnett. Uh, region, which we're happy about. I know it's not Australia-wide or anything, but, you know, to be recognised in our own region is amazing. Uh, people, we are a big tourist town and people do Google and look for people, look for things that people have recommended and, yeah, we're smashing it on Google at the moment. We even got the phone call from a little internet man that does all the stuff for us and he goes, smashing it, guys, smashing it. You're getting over 100 hits a day. So, yeah, cool. Wow. Very yeah. good, very good. And so when's that going to be announced? Um, that is, I do believe, not till May, um, about the 7th of May. That's, yeah, still a few weeks away. So, yeah, a few okay. more <laughs> Yeah, yeah, well, a, a, a few uh, gins should help you with that. <laughs> or rum, let's say rum. I'm in Bundy. <laughs> well, true, true, yes, yes, yes. Look, that sounds um, like like a great opportunity, and you were you were saying, you know, oh, it's it it's just our local region, but these things grow and they build on each other. So you'll get you'll get noticed for this award, and then the people up above them start sort of looking to to host their awards, and then pick from from who's won the the smaller awards underneath. It's, yeah, that that it's, was a really poor explanation, but I'm these things build and they grow on top of each other. It's a better word. It's a pyramid scheme, but not a pyramid scheme. I know what you're saying. Um, things can trickle down to the below and then get, yeah, and that will be amazing. Ben, I can honestly say that Paul and I are blown away that people like our food, um, that we get nominated. We do it because 
it's fun for us. I know people would think we're mad that we spend 24-7 out, 24-7 365 days a year together. Um, I think the only time we don't look at each other is when we're actually in the bathroom or something. Um, so, he, I'm sorry, he, my husband just said he looks. Uh, <laughs> you, um, so, we just, we're just amazed at people. <laughs> That's what I've got to live with, people. Um, we're just, we're just blown away that we recognise for something that we enjoy doing. It's not even a job, really. It's yeah, serving people, having a laugh. Um, yeah, I don't think it's a job what we do. And you're and you're crushing it. You're you're all all four of your barbecue ventures are either award winning or or award nominated. Like, and can I just add one more? We now do. We are also the caterers at the um, Bundaberg Racecourse. <laughs> So five, then five. Well, I was actually about to ask what's coming up in the future. Well, so, we've done that for nearly 12 months, so yeah, it's been a nice little connection um, for us because actually my grandfather, who's passed now back in the day, even before I was thought of, um, he had a horse that had the Bundaberg, held the Bundaberg Cup, so it's nice to come around and have part of the family come back to Bundaberg Racecourse again. <laughs> Yeah, right. So you're now the official catering um, op, uh, operation yeah. for the race course. Yeah, so that's amazing. Yeah, so it's hard work. I say hard work, but once again, it's fun. We we, we get we go out. The, the boys that um that work with us love race days. Uh, they do call out the code word brisket when everyone has to come out the front to see what's walking by. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, I said if they couldn't. I said they couldn't. Oh, I haven't had a look I said there had to be a code word, and the code word's brisket. <laughs> okay, all right, fair enough. Um, and so, do you change up the menu for a, for a, for different locations? Like, is the clientele different at the race course to the clientele at the takeaway? We do. Um, the, at the lunchbox, we class it as um, tuck shop for big boys. But, um, of course, at the races, we bring it down and refine it a bit more. Um, we do a lot of platter work. We do a lot of um, beautiful sandwiches. Those ladies love their little sandwiches at the races, and I love making sandwiches. It's so cute. Um, a lot of stuff like that, a lot more um, hand food, let's say, that they could bet, drink, and eat. They can do that. So a lot more sort of not this size, more sort of this size. <laughs> okay. Sliders. Yeah, so we do. Yeah, baby hot dogs, mini. Oh, my favourite at the moment is mini dagwood dogs. We can't. I can't eat it. For them. <laughs> my uh, my son loves uh, dagwood dogs. We took him to uh, to Texas there a couple of years ago, and I swear to God, for four days the child ate nothing but um, dagwood dogs. Good on him. I'm proud of Evan. <laughs> or what was it? Uh, corn dogs. I think they call them over there. Yeah. Oh, that. Yeah. That's what they call it, but yeah, oh, he's a he's a child after my own heart. I yeah, can't say no. Yeah, <laughs> so good, daggy, so good. A daggy pup, as we call the little ones. Oh, okay. Yeah. I see. <laughs> Fair enough. All right, look, that's a uh, that's a great point for us to take a little break, and uh, we'll be right back. Alrighty, folks, the cold weather is nearly upon us, unless you live in Queensland or like Bronnie up in uh, up in Bundaberg, but we have got you covered. So whatever you need, if you're in far north Queensland and it's getting so cold you need to re- re- replace the singlet with a t-shirt, we've got beautiful t-shirts for you. If you're further south than that and you need a hoodie, we've got hoodies, we've got beanies, 
We've got our beautiful tumblers that uh, I've got one right here in front of me that keep the hot drinks hot and the cold drinks cold, depending on where you are and what you like, of course. And so you can head on over to smokinghotconfessions.com slash shop. Check them out. We've also got a bunch of stickers and some ebooks available over there as well. And when we are ready, the BarbieCon information will be listed in there as well. So head on over there. Check that out. Smokinghotconfessions.com slash shop. Grab yourself one of our award-winning T-shirts or hoodies. You're listening to the internationally awarded Smoking Hot Confessions podcast with massive barbecue nerd, Ben Arnott. Okay, now this is the third segment, the the last part of the show. And uh, we've had a lot of fun so far. And um, I'm, I'm hoping that, uh, that we can continue having fun through this segment. But uh, you were wanting to talk about something a little bit more serious. Um, I do, Ben. Yeah. You, you were wanting to talk about mental health tips for success in business. So I'm going to just sort of sit back, write some notes. I'll ask some questions at the end, and I'm just going to soak up your, your wisdom and your advice. All right. Okay. Well, I like to tell people that even though you think you've got to do it all, you don't. In the, in the barbecue world, in the catering world, you're allowed to say no. It's not always about the money that you're making. It's about the happiness. We've been doing this a uh, fair while now, just the two of us, and probably about eight or nine months ago we realised that mental health is really, really important to both of us. Um, so we decided then and there that if we wanted to go away for a weekend, we would book that weekend in, and if someone wanted to something, well, I'm sorry, no. A good example was meat stock. We ended up having 23 inquiries for that Saturday. Um, some of them were big weddings, some of them were just little cook at homes that we would have dropped off, but it wasn't important to us. Our, what was important to us that we stopped barbecuing that way and come down to meet stock to have friends, good time with friends and just cook. And as, as I've said before, we, our brisket tanked, we didn't care. We were there with friends, we were having an easy cook and it actually stopped and we had a good mental break. Um, we even come back today. I was supposed to do a couple of little jobs for four, six, seven, but I messaged the girl, the ladies who involved me, said, "Look, can I just put it off to tomorrow till I can just get my head cleared and make sure what I'm going to offer you is right?" Because I don't want to go to a meeting thinking anything negative. I don't want to put a negative spin on anyone's occasion because we're so lucky, Ben. We only cater special occasions. We only we people we only see people when they're happy. I don't ever want to go and be a miserable so-and-so. And people can pick it. People can see it in your face. Special people say it to me. People know when I'm down. Um, my mum and yeah, and close friends, they can pick it. They'll you know, ask me. And I think that's really important that you've got people around you too that know when you're not yourself and maybe offer some. It's, it's as simple as when I'm not feeling fantastic, Paul, saying, you know, Ronnie, do you want a cup of tea? And yes, yes, please. And that's it's just nice for someone to notice, but you've got to notice it in yourself too and hopefully notice it in other people around you because um, you don't want to go down paths that we've seen some people go down the last, say, couple of months that we've all probably not known personally but seen the posts about it and your heart breaks for those families. Um, so think about saying no for yourself it's not selfish it's not harmful to anybody and really not losing anything because you haven't got it 
So you're not losing the job, you haven't got the job. You're not losing the money, you haven't got the money. What you're doing is you could possibly be creating memories with your families. You could be just sitting in the sun, getting vitamin D and recharging. But sometimes then I really want people to know that they've got to say, not this time, thank you, but maybe we'll do it. You could come back another time and just say no politely. And that's really it, Ben. Look, that's some that's some top advice, and and I just wanted to, to to ask a couple of questions, sort of from from what you were saying there. How do you, or and that that's a general you. That's a you know you yeah, the people. Yeah, 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 yeah. How 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 do people recognise when they need to say no? When you start to think it's be, you know becoming too much, or if you know you want to break, you know when you like we did pretty much nine months straight up until Christmas so we could have our three weeks off because the year before we only had three days off over Christmas and that wasn't the solution either. Um, So, yeah, so we knew that probably halfway, even six months into the three-month binge of work, nine-month binge of working, we should have said no to a couple of the jobs. We should have, you know, six, seven days a week. Well, mentally, physically, Okay, I know this answer. Even my cats suffer when we do this. This happens, you know, and we all know Not how much I love the cats. Not the cats. Cats. Um, even my relationship with my daughter, who doesn't live with us, but because I'm tired, I'm cranky. I don't want to ring her, and that's the worst thing. I don't even want to speak to my own child, and so I'd hate to think anyone else would get to that spot. But yeah, we just you can feel it in yourself, and if you. See something in the future that you want to go to or, you know, got school holidays, blank it out now. Even if it's 2014 and you want to go to Yamiya, blank it out now and make it happen. 2024, Bronnie. We're not going back to 2014. (laughs) We've already got probably 12 bookings for 2023, so, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Did I hear that right? Did you say that for the Saturday of the Meatstock Festival, did you say you had 23 inquiries for events yeah, for you to cater had, for that same um, day? We, we even had one on the way down. Someone rang and said, oh, I saw you with uh, our local newspaper done a job on us going to Meatstock and being nominated. And they'd seen it and um, said, oh, we'd love to try your barbecue. Can you cook for us? The hardest ones to turn down and after just saying no, and you sometimes they come in with sob stories, Ben, we had three come through with caterers had knocked out, cancelled for them, and you've got brides in tears, and I'm like, sorry, we're booked. We're, mm. it's, yeah. And then um, we even had people ring us um, on Friday to make orders for the lunchbox. <laughs> Our regulars, like, I told you we're in Toowoomba. I've told you. I told you three weeks in a row that we'd be in Toowoomba this day. But I did joke with them and tell them I'd rush, rush back and make them a burger and come back and do the barbecue. <laughs> I wonder if you could get like a little, um, like a little row of Cambros with uh, with little locks on them, and you could set them up <laughs> like um, like post office boxes, and well, you I could just make it. meals for all your regulars and just pop them outside in these in these well, post do. office box I Cambros. Can, I offer them the keys that they can go on and do it themselves, but <laughs> that's not good enough. Uh, all that beautiful brisket would be gone. No more pulled yes. pork. <laughs> There'll be no pies. <laughs> no. And those pies, I tell you what, if yeah, if you gave me the keys to the store, the pies would be gone. Yeah. Love those brisket <laughs> well, pies. You're not getting the keys then, Ben. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Good choice. Good choice. 
So it from from what you're saying is people need to or business owners need to strike a balance of prioritizing themselves and their relationships with their business. They need to oh, yeah. strike a balance. Because I hear people just say, and it's not even just food, it's a lot of small or micro businesses owners, you know, oh, I didn't go to the kids this because I had to work. I didn't have to do this because I had to work. And I'm like, man, you're missing out on so much. Don't mm. do it to yourself. Don't, don't do it. Don't. Your business is, yes, your business is everything to you, but without your health, uh, the alternative ain't too good. <laughs> no, no, and then the business doesn't matter anyway. That's right. You've just worked yourself into the ground for nothing. So, yeah, yeah. say no to things. Just, and I'm not even saying just work things. You know, if, you don't want, if your friend invites you to, uh, to do something and you don't want to go for coffee, don't go for coffee. It, it, there's no written rule that you've got to do what everyone asks you to do. Fair enough. Fair enough. Top advice there. Look, I'm going to say uh, that it's um, probably a good time for us to start wrapping up the episode. So I'm going to get you to give some shout outs, give some praise, give some thank yous to people that have helped you out and supported you along your journey and make mm-hmm. sure you tell everybody where they can track down your five different barbecue operations <laughs> on the internet. I'm greedy, aren't I? <laughs> Uh, well, first of all, Ben, as always, I want to give the, the biggest shout out and love to Paul. Um, without this, I wouldn't be doing it without him. Um, we do Jake joke and say I'm the face that runs the place. Well, man, he's the jerk that does all the work because I can tell you at Meatstock, I didn't get out of bed early to cook meat. <laughs> I just rolled over and snored some more. Um, um, so that's, that's who I've always got to thank. Um, of course, I just want to thank my my daughter and my other family for supporting us. They're always awesome. Uh, Barrett's Butchery up here in Bundy. A big thank you to Grant and Shaz Leek from Heat Beads. They, as Paul says, every good cook starts with uh, charcoal, a big bag, a big heat, what is it? Oh, Lord. A big basket of charcoal and a cup of tea. So that's how we start every cook with our Heat Beads charcoal or Heat Beads. Um I'd also probably like to, let me, who else can I thank? Uh, Raymond, who's on our Bulldogs team, who comes with us. Uh, we don't have a lot of sponsors anymore, Ben. We just sort of go it alone. Um, but, yeah, thanks, Bundy, and thanks, everyone, for their support. Even people that come and saw us and gave me a hug at Meat Stop was awesome, awesome, especially you, Mrs. Stone. <laughs> <laughs> Even you, Ben, it was lovely to see you and get Bet Cavils off you. Oh, so, finally, so just thank a little you. Bit <laughs> I'm a little bit sad and you get to see Bree and Evan, but hopefully so. Because Evan has grown. Will you stop your baby growing? <laughs> I can't. I can't. I he's 10. He's the size of a 14-year-old. He's only 10. I'm sorry. Oh, he's lovely, Ben. You should be very proud of him. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. We are. We are. Alrighty, well that's a wrap, Bronny. So thank you very much for your time. It's uh it's thank a Monday you, afternoon. I'm assuming this must be your your Sunday then with all your different uh Different operations that uh, you've no, got this going. Is, this is our Monday. This is our Monday. Uh, it's Monday night. So, uh, yeah, oh, Monday night is probably nothing for us tonight because, yeah, we've done all we've got to do for the week. I've got it all done. So, yeah, and I postponed what I didn't want to do. See, I said no, Ben. I said no. There you go. There you go. Practicing what you preach. There it is. All right. Thank you very much, Bronnie, and I look forward to seeing Thanks, you again Thanks. soon. Thanks. Bye, everyone. All righty, folks. There you have it. That was the ever effervescent, the bubbly, the lovable, the loving Bronnie Durston um, and her partner Paul was off screen heckling 
I could hear it throughout the uh, throughout the interview. I'm not sure if you could. I could hear him in the background there. We'll have to listen on the playback and catch on uh, catch up on all these little quips and things. But I tell you what, they are a dynamic duo. I didn't even know about the fifth one, and they're up they're up to uh, they're now up to five. I thought it was four. That is just phenomenal. And as we discussed, all four of those things, they are either award, already won awards or about to win awards for their award nominated so huge commitment to the barbecue scene striking the barbecue industry from all possible angles and just smashing goals out of the park so Bronnie's one of our favorite people here at smoking hot confessions and i'm sure she's now going to be one of yours as well so before i let you go just a quick reminder barbecon 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 and also head to over to uh, smokinghotconfessions.com slash shop. Check out all the merch, the t-shirts, the hoodies, the beanies, the tumblers, the stickers, the ebooks, all that good stuff. And until next time, take care of each other and keep on queuing. Thanks for listening to the Smoking Hot Confessions podcast. Head on over to smokinghotconfessions.com for recipes, tips, and Ben's own confessions. Yeah.